Who do you like in the next? Hey, mate, are we still alive in the quaddy? Boy, you got any tips for the weekend? Welcome to Joey and Junior's Punters Club. That's right. Welcome to Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Bluebet. My name is Owen Davis, filling in for Joey, who's away today. We are, of course, joined by Mark Waugh. And filling in for Joey, we do have Brad Haddon. Brad, welcome to the show, mate. Yeah, welcome, everyone. How are you going, June? I'm a bit nervous uh, today, June. Uh, they tell me Joey's been on fire. Um, who told you that? That must have been Joey, because yeah, I'm Joey. Not sure he's been on fire. No, he's, he's been going okay, but... Um, yeah, good to have you on board, Owen. At least we got rid of Charlie, who's been stuffing up <laughs> our, uh, our team multis every week. Uh, last week, he, he, we, uh, myself and Joey got the first two legs up, and I think Charlie tipped uh, Liverpool, who got beat three-two oh. uh, in the soccer. So that's why he can't got do the any worse than yeah, he can't do any worse than and Charlie Owen. But uh, had a bit of pressure on you, mate. What have you uh, have you been enjoying the T Twenty cricket? What did you make of last night's game? Yeah, it was interesting. It was probably one of those games where Australia let it let it go. To to be honest, if, they were a bit more sloppy in the field than they they have been in the past. And as you know, they they pride themselves on on taking those half chances. So in the end, I think that was uh, the one thing that probably let them down is their fielding. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, at four for forty eight, Glenn Maxwell dropped uh, Moen Ali at uh, sort of backward point. I think he was standing too close. Actually, the the ball sort of burst through his hands, but they. They dropped three or four chances, so disappointing loss for Australia because that was their their supposed best team. Aaron Finch said uh, at the toss, this is probably our best team and the most likely team we're going to put on the park for the first game against New Zealand. So they'd be disappointed probably uh, losing that one. You know, I thought um, you know the bowling was a bit patchy and England are going to be hard to beat, aren't they, Hads? Yeah, I, I thought, uh, if I was honest, before I seen England, I, I thought they were a bit short of bowling, but... I think with Sam Curran, the, the way he's bowling, he's bowled some really tough overs. I actually like the the innovation last night to give Ben Stokes the, the first first over with the new ball. He, he does swing it, and, and if it does swing in Australia, it's only for, for a couple of overs. So, yeah, I think they, they look, with Australia, I think the most balanced team in the World Cup. Yeah, and what about uh, Glenn Maxwell? What do you make of his form? He's He's got to get some runs shortly, doesn't he? Especially with Steve Smith sitting on the bench. Yeah, it's been an interesting one over the last couple of weeks. So I know we've chatted uh, about it quite a bit, but they've been getting ready for this World Cup. They've been tinkering with a few things, but they haven't got any cricket into Steve Smith. Um, and I think at some stage in the tournament, especially on these bigger grounds in Australia, I think he can play a role. And looking at Maxwell, he, he's been under uh, underwhelming for, for some time now. So I, I reckon that would be a concern um, with the Australian selectors leading in. But someone like Maxwell, though, he's one of those players that... He's hard to get a gauge on at the best of times with his form. So, yeah, it was interesting. What do you think about uh, Finch? Happy with him going at back at the top of the order? Well, he's got a bat there, doesn't he? That's where he's, he's got a bat. I'm not sure he's in, still in the best of form. I know he's made a few scores, but just watching him bat, um, I'm concerned about his technique. There's a lot of movement there, up and down at the crease. He's sort of crouching very low. Uh, so for mine, he's not batting particularly well. I think the rest of the batting is sorting itself out, though. That, you know, there's guys who are looking great touch. Mitch Mars looks in super touch. Marcus Stoinis uh, looks like he's playing well. Tim David again last night. Um, Matthew Wade, David Warner. So most of the batting lineup is looking pretty good. It's really just Finch and Maxwell at the moment. And, and luckily enough, I reckon in T20 cricket, you only probably need two batsmen and two bowlers to come off to win a game. So... I still think Australia are going to be hard to beat, but if Glenn Maxwell actually comes good, then I think they're even harder to beat. So it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, in the next couple of warm-up games and then heading into the, the start of the tournament. Do you think they'll go the, the same team in this ne- in this last trial? I think that the one thing we, we need to see, we need to see Finch at the top of the order. I'm not 
so much worried about his technique. I'd like a mindset change where he just goes out and frees up and his role is just to, to bully the first six overs. I think that's when he plays at his best. I like our bowling attacker, as you said. And and I think the Tim David, we've we seen a, a glimpse of it a couple of times during this series. He, he can be a genuine match winner. He, he nearly got that this home last night. And, and I, I think these games, he hasn't played much at this level. The experience he'll get under pressure will, will help him lead into this World Cup. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, well, I think Aaron Finch is trying to hit the ball, but I just don't think he's he's watching the ball closely enough. I don't think he's he's timing the ball well enough. I think he's trying hard enough, but I suppose his attitude, as you say, it's just got to be hell for leather. Just go out there, don't waste any balls. If you're going to get a quick 30, that's great. If you're not going to get 30, get out as quick as you can because there's plenty of other good players there. But uh, no, I'm still looking forward to the start of the tournament. Uh, it's not far away now, so... Uh, over to you, Owen. What yeah. do you got for us? Yeah, you're right. So we will be talking a bit more cricket at the end of the podcast. But first, let's head to the track. And it's a huge weekend of racing, of course, with the Caulfield Cup and the massive The Everest. What are we liking there, boys? Well, I'll go first. Uh, I'll go the Caulfield. All right, you go first then. Yeah, I like uh, Benno. John O'Shea's horse paying $9. Went Richie. Yeah, Richie. Went good to the line last week over, over 2,000 at this track. I, I think the extra distance will help. So I've gone Benno at uh, good odds at $9. Yeah, that's right. $9 for the win on Bluebet. Well, I'll go the Everest now. And obviously the the one that stands out to all of us is, is Nature Strip. Um, it, it'll be hard to beat, but I'm going to go with Quinella here. I, I'm going to go Nature Strip on top with Eduardo. What do you got there for me, Owen? Um, so for Everest itself is paying $2.25 for the win and one thirty two for the place. Another one also, Junior, race six in Sydney, the Sydney Stakes. Waha Falls. Um, John O'Shea's horse, brilliant first up last time and runs well on the heavy track. And I'd imagine what, that's what we're going to get here. So, yeah, I want to have got that one. What are we paying there? Um, so that one's paying $8 for the win and $2.75 for the place. Yeah, well, I'd have a little go at that one. And and the last I've got for the, I've got race eight, um, over 1,400, Pride of, Pride of Jenna, Jamie Carr and Ma Yusuf. Uh, I think it just needs some luck. It's had... Um, yeah, no luck over the last couple of starts. And if you get some luck, uh, $7.50, I think, can run a good race. All right, very good, Hads. You're a pretty good tipster. Well, good punter anyway. <laughs> lucky. You're a lucky punter. A bit like Brendan McCullum. Lucky punter you are. <laughs> All right, well, I'll have a crack now. I'll start um, I'll start down in uh, in Melbourne at Caulfield. Uh, track rating is a heavy 10 at the moment, so just um, keep an eye on that. They race there on Wednesday, uh, the Caulfield Guineas Day, and it rained throughout the day, and the, ch- the track really chopped out. So it's going to be really who can handle the heavy track down at Caulfield uh, on Saturday. So it might, uh, by the, the time that the Caulfield Cup comes around race nine, I think you might see them start to, to sort of come down the middle of the track. But uh, anyway, we'll see how that plays out. So Caulfield Cup, it's an awfully hard race, a very tough race. It always is. And, um, you know, I, I really struggled uh, finding the, the tips here. I'll I, I, I give your horse a chance, Benno. Um, Had's no doubt about that. I'm not sure about the heavy track for Benno. But anyway, I'm going with the favourite, Smokin' Romans, uh, Kieran Martin, and David Eustace. This horse has been uh, probably underrated all the way through its preparation, but its form is faultless. It's coming off a uh, Group 1 win in the Turnbull Stakes. It won the Naturalism Stakes the start before. 
and gets down on 51.5 kilos. So it's got no weight on its back. It draws barrier five and it's got Jamie Carr and it handles heavy tracks. So, you know, I think you put all those things together. That's why you got it as favourite. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to tip it. I don't like tipping favourites in big races, but I'm going to go with Smoke and Romans uh, in the Caulfield Cup. So what price you got Smoke and Romans, uh, Owen? Yes, yeah, so Smoke and Romans race nine. Caulfield Cup is paying four dollars sixty for the win and one eighty five if you want to go each way. Yeah, you can probably back it each way. And just as a roughie in that race, uh, I don't mind uh, number eleven Great House from Chris uh, the Chris Wallace stable. It's drawn barrier three, Brett Preble. It ran fifth in the Caulfield Cup last year, so I think it's it might be worth a little dabble uh, if you look at a roughie there uh, in the Caulfield Cup. So, Owen, uh, what price you got for Great House uh, number 11 in the Caulfield Cup? Yep, so Great House is 23 for the win and $6 each way, so some good mm-hmm. numbers there. Yeah, okay, that's, that's what I'm doing uh, at Caulfield. Then I'm going... To Ramwick on Saturday, I'm actually going out to the Everest. You're going out, Hads? You'd be, you'd be going out, wouldn't you, in the, one of the, the suites out there? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, not no, this week. Not. I'll, uh, I'll be at the, my local at uh, Woolwich right. watching the races this week. All right, we won't be out there, but I'm going out there. Uh, look, the track conditions are going to be vital throughout the day. This is a great meeting. There's so many good races with with a lot of depth there. I've, I found it tough going to, to single out some best bets. Um, but I'd suggest the track's probably going to be in the soft, maybe to the heavy range. There's four to six mils forecast on Friday. So I think the track's improving, but you get six mils on Friday, probably might push it back into about a heavy eight range. So my three bets at Ramwick on Saturday, I'm starting off in the St. Ledger Stakes. It's race four. 2,800 metres. It'll feel like 4,800 metres if it's a heavy track there on, on Saturday. But I'm going with um, I'm going with number two, Stockman, the Joe Pride train galloper. I really, really like this horse. He's um, this prep. He hasn't. Uh, he's been warming up to this sort of um, this race and this sort of distance range. He loves a heavy track. He's been in races that haven't really suited him, but I think on Saturday he gets uh, the right race, uh, the you know the right distance, and he's primed for a, a big run in uh, in the St. Ledger. So race four, number two, Stockman. What price you got there, Owen? Uh, Four dollars for the win and one forty-five each way on blue bet. Okay, we'll probably have to go straight out there. So that's my first bet. Then we'll go to race six. I'm against you, Hads here in the Sydney Stakes. It doesn't. I noticed me. your horse is second emergency. <laughs> actually, Waha. Well, your horse is second emergency. So it hasn't got a run yet, but I assume it will get a run. Uh, Waha falls, and it will be hard to beat. I'm going with my old favourite galloper, Kemantari, the Godolphin Galloper. I love this horse. I always back him. His run the other day uh, in the lead-up race was excellent, uh, and he's, he'd probably give give the Sydney Stakes. Sorry, the, the Everest, a, a bit of a shake if he was in there, but he's in the Sydney Stakes, and uh, I really like him in a, in a race where there's quite a lot of chances, but he loves a heavy track. He's going well. He's a real confidence horse. He gets Nash Rewilla to ride, so I'm going with Kemantari, uh, Special K, they call him, so hopefully he's Special K on Saturday. What price uh, for Kemantari, Owen? Uh, so you'll get 380 for the win for Special K, and it's $1.70 if you want to go each way. Jeez, that all. Jeez, I'd like a bit more than that, but okay. <laughs> we'll go with him. We'll go straight out again with Kemantari. And then we'll go to the Everest, uh, which is race seven. Uh, Hads is tipping Nature Strip and Eduardo. But I'm, I'm going with Lost and Running each way. I just feel this horse uh, is ready to, to run a huge race. His win the other day in the lead-up race was excellent. Um, he ran fourth in the race last year, but I feel like he's a better horse this year. He's more seasoned. Nature Strip, I get it. He's going to be hard to beat. But, geez, from 12 or 12, if this horse, you know, Get stuck three and four wide, which he could do. There might be a few horses kicking up on his inside. Then I think Nature Strip is vulnerable. So I just think at the each way odds, I think Lost and Running's a bet to nothing. I can't see him missing a hole. So I think he's a great each way bet. So race seven, number three, Lost and Running. Can you give me some each way odds here, Owen? Come yeah, on. Yeah, so $2.40 each way. 
And $7 if you did want to go for the win, though. So, yeah, I don't so my- $7 a win, 240 a place. Mm-hmm. Okay, there it is. So there are my uh, horse racing tips. We'll just go to the War Stable uh, for the weekend. Uh, we don't have a lot of runners. We have a runner on Saturday at Newcastle, race nine, number three, Oxford Vision. He's going to be a great chance there. There's no prices out for that uh, meeting. And then we'll go to Monday at Musselbrook uh, up on the, in the Hunter. Uh, we'll go to race five, number 11, a horse called Sydney. So he's going to run well too. So just the two runners for the war stable on the weekend. I like, I like your uh, lost and running, Junior. I like the John O'Shea horses this time of the year. So I don't mind that one. Yeah, we have Tip Benno. Tip Benno in the, the cup is a John O'Shea. Maybe we should multi Same owner, one. actually. Same owner. Yeah, maybe. But um, it's hard enough to get one, let alone uh, get a multi. But uh, that's that's what we've got on the track this weekend. Yeah, that's right. Lots going on on the track. Let's head off the track to the cricket in the third T20 on Friday between Australia and England. What are we liking in that match, boys? Yeah, we've got the um, the final lead-up game against England in Canberra Friday night. Uh, we saw England, of course, beat Australia there uh, yesterday. Uh yeah, I'm not sure about this game. I'm Australia favourites again, but I wouldn't uh, put it past England to win again. But uh, I, I'm going with uh, the top Australian uh, run scorer in this game. I'm going with Mitch Marsh. I tipped David Warner last week. He got the chockies for us. And I just think Mitchell Marsh, he just looks in, in great form. We saw him just smoking the ball uh, last night uh, in Canberra. So I'm going with him to be top run scorer for the Australian uh Batting unit. So, what price we got uh, Mitch Marsh there? I'm going to be top scorer tomorrow night. Uh, so, Mitch Marsh paying four dollars thirty three, um, and then you got okay, Australia paying one seventy six for the win. And if you wanted to put that into a, a multi, uh, that's paying seven dollars sixty two. There's yeah, another okay. option All right. there. Well, I'm just going to go with Mitch Marsh. So, <laughs> hats over to you, mate. What do you got for the right. game? Uh, now, it seems that you've taken the Australians. I'm going to look at the English, um, and, and I'm I'm tipping a good night out for the Australian bowlers and Australian win. So I'm going to look down at Mo and Ali for top score for England because I think Australia are going to do some damage with the new ball tomorrow night. Owen, what do you got for me? So that's paying $9. I've got a few for that for Ali. Oh, better than bank interest. Take that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. Where's he about at number six? So he probably need, what, England to be three for 20, something like that? Yeah, and I think it's going Four to have... I think our, if you had a look at Joshy Hazelwood, he went wicketless last game, and, and that's very rare for Australia, so... Be interesting if also England make some changes to the top of their order. Um, might give some other guys like Salt and that a go. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Mo and Ali for top score. Now it's time for the show, Multi. Bit of pressure on. I know Charlie let you down last week, so I'm hoping that I can uh, make up for it this week. Hads, what have you got up first? Yeah, I'm a bit nervous about this one. This is where Joey reckons he excels in, in this part. Um, first leg for me in the Multi. I'm going to go the first game the Rugby League World Cup, Australia v Fiji. I'm going to take the 39 and a half for Australia. What do you reckon, Junior? Yeah, no, I like that. like that. I think they'll win by about 50, won't they? So you, you should be pretty safe there. Yeah, that's a good start. Sounds good. Well, I'm going to go... Uh, well, our, our, our show multi could be stuffed by Friday night because I'm going <laughs> with Mitch Marsh to be... Which Mitch Marsh to be top scorer uh, in the Australian innings down there in Canberra. So that's my uh, my contribution. I've been pretty good, so I'm quite confident uh, which Mitch Marsh can, can do that. I think he's about $4.33... Um, to do that, so that adds a bit of value to our uh, our show multi. So, uh, last leg over to you, Owen. What do you got? Yeah, so I know Charlie likes to go a bit of Premier League, but I'm going over a bit of football. But I'm going down to the Championship, Swansea City, which is where I'm from. They're playing Burnley. Four games on the trot. We've won. I'm I'm liking our odds. So to beat Burnley over there, we're playing four dollars fifty for that win. I don't mind that, Owen. But the wow. only thing I'm nervous about <laughs> here, Junior, 
I think he's bet, mm. betting with his heart and not his head. So let's, let's wait and see. Yeah. I'll give the benefit of the doubt. We'll, well have to find that next hey, week, we I guess. Can't, we, we can't give it to him yet. He might, he might get it up and we might miss out too. So what, what's the overall price for all that? Uh, uh, that sounds like it's going to be huge odds, our show multi. Yeah, so all those three together is paying $36.05. <laughs> $36. Get on board. Get on. Right. Well, yeah, that's, that's a certainty. I'm going to get on that. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, beautiful. Well, there we go, Hads. Thank you so much for filling in today. It's been a pleasure. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Owen. Thanks, June. And thanks, of course, to Junior and to our listeners. Hope you have a great week. Remember to gamble responsibly. You've been listening to another episode of Joey and Junior's Punners Club, powered by Bluebet. Have a great week. Take care.